This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, America? We're going to jump right into this because it's something that I feel truly deep in my spirit. I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but I want to present a question. And I, I loved all your feedback about the Asbury Revival initial episode when it first broke out. And so I'm going to ask you to do the same thing here. Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M at DearAmericaMedia.com. Email me and let me know your thoughts. Um, it has now been quite a while since the Asbury Revival has broken out. And my concern is, are we ruining, as Christians, are we ruining what God is trying to do in our country, in our society, amongst our young people? Are we messing it up by wanting to put man's hand on what God is doing. Now, I realize some of you listening are not Christians, or some of you are Jewish, or some of you are Catholic, or, or non-denominational, or we even have some atheists listening, people in the LGBTQ community that listen to this show. So I'm just going to be blunt with you. This is going to be a very straight-up religious episode, um, and I encourage you to listen, because I think that I do a pretty good job of Obviously, everybody knows where I stand, but I think I'd do a pretty good job of putting it in terms that a normal person, <clears throat> not a pastor or a normal Christian, uh, you, you know, not a better than thou type thing. And I'm just going to tell you what I see and what I don't like and what worries me as a Christian. And so I encourage you to listen to this. And I think even the atheists that listen to this podcast, I think you will even go, oh, that, you know, that, that makes a little bit of sense. Um, because if we as Christians believe what we claim to believe, we have to believe that God will do what God wants to do when God wants to do it. The end, right? Like, I mean, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. God is God, and God's going to do whatever God wants to do. So uh, revival broke out in Asbury, and I'm going to bring this over here because I want to I want to read this while we go here. So this is Fox News reporting on Asbury Revival. Asbury Revival sparks movements at other Christian colleges. Holy Spirit is at work. So that's something that has happened since the initial episode of us talking about the Asbury Revival. It has now sparked on over 20-some-odd campuses, one being at Samford University. Uh, we had first-hand video footage of that. You guys remember Noah. Noah still works for us he actually attends Sanford University, and so we were able to get that. But let's read this article here. The Asbury Revival in Kentucky has inspired similar movements at other Christian college campuses. 
after the around the clock prayer player prayer service went viral on social media. Similar revivals have emerged at schools like Cedarville University in Ohio, Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama, Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee, and Belmont University in Nashville. Nashville. The movement the movements come after thousands from around the world converged on Asbury in Wit and Wilmore to participate in services that have continued in the school's chapel almost nonstop since the students first refused to leave a worship service on February 8th. It is now February 21st. Now, how many people have gone to Asbury? Um, well, uh, CBN News is reporting that as many as 20,000 people in a matter of two and a half weeks have shown up at Asbury, a revival in an explosion. But now we're going to talk about what concerns me here. Okay, I could read this CNN article. Let's see. I figured this is going to be a hit piece. Um, this CNN article says a nonstop worship gathering at a Kentucky school echoes an old Christian tradition. Um, CNN is um, giving a definition of revival. We've already done that. Uh, what's going on at Asbury University? The idea of revival as a larger movement and as a spiritual gathering is prominent in the religious imagination. Ah, oh, see what I tell you. <laughs> here we go. Uh, basically, CNN thinks it's a, a load of crock here. All right, but moving on, let's go back to C CBN News. Um, 20,000 people so far have joined at just Asbury Revival. Now, I know from a lot of uh, pastor friends of mine, a lot of churches are having revival nights that have been going uh, since Sunday night, and it's continuing, and it's continuing, and it's continuing. This has sparked an outpouring of revival across the entire country. But here's what's concerning me. Um, now, Asbury University is moving the revival um, off campus. Now, some of you may be saying, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, the big deal about that is that decision is a man decision, man-made decision out of convenience for things. So there have been, let, let me see if it talks about the, 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 the arguments here. Um, tweet a photo of people standing out, 20,000 people standing in line, blah, 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 blah. Hang on. I'm trying to get to the point where they're saying why they're moving it. Asbury president uh, makes a major announcement, uh, but the staying power of the Asbury outpouring is about to be tested in a big way. See, even CBN News knows this is a big deal. The university announced Friday that public worship services in the school's Hughes Auditorium would end on Monday. That was yesterday. Beginning Tuesday, today, services available to the public will be held at another location in the central Kentucky area. Asbury will still be hosting evening services for college age and high school students 25 and under through Thursday, February 23rd, the university said. And Asbury will live stream limited portions of the services through Tuesday, which the National Collegiate Day of Prayer. Despite the U.S. blowing through the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Burge Gold. Burge Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k 
or even just your savings account, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 right now to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting the word Graham to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. Okay, why are they doing this? Well, I'll tell you why. Okay, it's very simple. Uh, there's there's people that are in Asbury that are not part of the revival, that are in the small town, that have voiced concerns and just err uh, for it across the board. Uh, basically, there's a bunch of people here. We don't know who these people are. We don't feel safe, blah, 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 blah. This, 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 and that. And what you're seeing right now is you are seeing people who are taking a true movement of God. And let's, let's talk about that really quick. You know, there's a lot of people who's like, oh my gosh, Asbury, you know, show discernment, show discernment. You don't know what's going on. Well, neither do you. There was one photo that came out of this dude playing a guitar who then they showed like screenshots of this guy who, you know, claimed to be a, a transsexual or, or a sexually confused person. Everybody's like, see, see there, they got a gay person playing the guitar and stuff. Well, one, okay. That person was removed. And let, let me see if I can find, um, that Sean Foyt tweet, Sean Foyt, um, Asbury revival tweet. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Hang on. Give me a moment here. I'm, I'm looking up in real time for you guys. I know it's here somewhere. It is the public statement by Asbury University in response to that. Aha. Here we go. All right. Woo, we're going to have to make this bigger because uh, I cannot read that. Okay. It's kind of long, but here we go. So again, that video came out. And again, I'm not positive that that wasn't a hit piece in and of itself. Um, you know, even if that was somebody who was there, uh, that snuck in, that person was removed. And again, I'm not sure that that wasn't some kind of hit thing to try to disenfranchise what God is doing, but this is as very university statement on human sexuality. Okay. And again, here we go. This is their statement, all right? As an evangelical Christian university established in the Wesleyan holiness tradition, Asbury University believes that the Holy Scripture, interpreted through the lenses of Christian Orthodox tradition, reason, and personal experience, occupies a privileged position as the final authority for the faith and practice of the people of God, and thus for all aspects of the Asbury University community. As members of this community, we are committed to living into the fullness of the salvation as taught in Scripture, characterized by holy love reaching into all aspects of our lives, including our sexuality. We affirm that humans are, humans are beings created in the image of God, male and female, and are of inestimable, inestimable worth. 
As a result, we affirm that human sexuality is intended by God to include more than the contemporary cultural emphasis upon the physical experience and is a gift of God designed to reflect the whole of our sensual and relational createdness. We believe that it is only within the context of the covenant of marriage between one man and one woman that the full expression of sexuality is to be expressed and celebrated. This understanding of coven, covenantal, sorry, that's a big word, covenantal marriage or covenantal marriage uh, and the practice of celibacy within singleness are the means by which we may experience a life of full human flourishing while glorifying God and honoring his Word. A faithful interpretation of Scripture affirms the principle that sexual purity honors God and that all forms of sexual intimacy that occur outside the covenant, the covenant of heterosexual marriage are civil distortions of the holiness and beauty for which God intended. As members of a larger community, we recognize that stewarding one's expression of sexual intimacy is a trust that reaches beyond ourselves, extending even to those who may disagree with our beliefs. Therefore, we understand our responsibility to uphold the biblical truth truth in our belief and practice, but in a way that reflects the grace that holiness produces. We believe that the sin of sexual immorality, ergo, premarital sexual behavior, adultery for the heterosexually married person, polygamy, uh, polyandry, pornography, incest, and all forms of the same sex practice is about the behavior. As sinful fallen creatures, we all uh, are tempted to sin. However, we do not claim those areas of temptation as right and good and worthy of embrace and celebration. Rather, we unashamedly insist by the grace of God that we are called to live within the biblical boundaries of our sexuality and are empowered to live in obedience with God's will and alignment in his purpose. Okay, it keeps going, but you get the point, right? You get the point. So they go out there and they're like, okay, we see this, that has been handled, whatever it was, truth or not. Um, and this is where we stand as a church on, on, on you know, sexuality and, and, and things like that. January, the most refreshing and frustrating month of the year. Why? Because you set out with lofty goals, you stick to them for about two weeks, then you fall right back into old habits. Well, lucky for you, I have a goal you can accomplish today and feel great about it. It's called the Protect Your Family by Getting a Will goal. And you can check that box in five minutes for as little as $119 at epicwill.com slash Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. And you'll save an additional 10%. So I just made it easier. Look, you need to protect your family. I know that most of us don't want to think about death, but it is a real part of reality and life. And we need to make sure the ones that we love and care about the most will be protected. Think about this. 50% of Americans don't have a will. Choose to be the smarter 50%. Go to epicwill.com slash Graham. And get 10% off, and then you can laugh at your friends who failed to accomplish their goals because you're better than them. That's epicwill.com slash Graham now. Um, I have a very similar stance. And, and I talk to this about my, you know, people that are in my life, uh, friends. I, I say friends, you know, people that that I am friendly with. Uh, that are in the LGBTQ community because they always test me, right? They always like, well, but you know, what do you, do you what, what do you think about this? And and so you're saying that the love I have for my husband isn't real, and um, uh, you know that 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 me and my husband's love for each other is a sin. And I just respond with, let me just put it like this: I think anything outside the covenant 
of marriage as defined by the Bible between a man and a woman, a covenant made before God, I think any sexual activity outside of that is a sin. This includes fooling around when you're a teenager. This includes adultery. This includes pornography. This includes LGBTQ stuff, all of it, right? Now, am I an idiot? Uh, Can I sit here and say that I was a virgin when me and Alyssa got married? No, I can't. I wish I could. I wish I could go back and say that, but I can't. Um, We all sin. And, and, and sin is sin in the eyes of God. But, but let me be clear, no one has ever looked at me and said, you know what, it's okay that you, you know, that, that you weren't a virgin when you married Alyssa. No, nobody says that. Everybody's like, yeah, you really shouldn't have done that. But God's grace can forgive you. And now that you are married, guess what? That's it. Like, this is who it is, blah, 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 the, the, the covenant of marriage. So I believe that, that, that sexual sin is anything outside of the biblical joining in a covenant of God between a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman, a covenant before God, bam, that is what I believe. So moving on. So there's been a lot of doubters. There's been a lot of people that are like, oh, we don't believe or know if this is, uh, this is real or not. We, and, and, and I'm not a pastor, so I'll say this. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Who are you to say what God is going to do and who God is going to do things with? Who are you to sit there and say that, well, we don't think it should be this way, so therefore it needs to change, or or if it doesn't do this, then it's not real, or if it doesn't do that. We as Christians pray for a revival to break out across America, right? That's what we pray for all the time, revival. And this goes to the atheist out there. I open this up free chance for you to pick us apart because I believe that that's important. Um, we pray all the time for the Bible to break out or re- the, the Bible revival, the Bible revival. We pray all the time for revival to break out as Christians. And then the second it does, we go, whoa, 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 whoa hold on, hold on. Is it really a revival? Because if it's really of a revival, it needs to check boxes A, B, and C. And if it doesn't do that from our man-made religion, then we're not sure that we can get behind it and support it. Well, I got news for you, buddy. God don't need your support or your approval for him to work miracles however he wants to work miracles. Well, God wouldn't use these kind of people to bring revival. God, have you read about any of the disciples? Uh, hello, Paul, uh, persecutor of, I mean, have you read the Bible at all? The most prominent figures in the Bible were some of the worst humans in, in, in society. They were horrible people. Even after their conversions to Christianity, these people talked to God. These people have relationships with God. David, everybody knows David. Even non-Christians know David. This dude had everything, and this mug goes and gets somebody else's wife pregnant, and then to cover it up, he sends her husband to go die on the front lines of the battlefield. Are you kidding me? Don't even get me started. Who are you to tell me and to tell more specifically God what he can do and what he can't do, where he can do it and where he can't do it, when he can do it and when he 
can't do it. That brings me to my point right here of what concerns me about this giving in to the woke, honestly non-Christian society to dictate the terms and conditions on which the revival that sparked all this in Asbury can continue. Now, because some snowflakes on a college campus are like, there's all these people coming in and we don't know who they are and we feel unsafe and blah, 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 blah. Now, because of that, you're going to take the simplistic thing that God used. There was no titantrons. There was no smoke machines. There was no nothing. It was just a, a chapel. Okay, and this thing broke out and people from all over, I know so many of them that just flew across the country to get there. Now you're going to take the simplicity, right? And I find that so perfect that God used the most simplistic of things for revival to break out and it to spread all across the country. There's no showmanship. (laughs) There's no set productions. There's no nothing. It's just God, man. Just God and people wanting to get close to him. And now you're saying, well, it's getting a little too crowded here. So now we're going to move the entire thing and put it here. And some of you are saying, Graham, what's the big deal? Well, let me tell you what the big deal is. Okay. Anybody that's ever been a part of any revival knows revival will go as long as long as God wants it to go. Whether that's six days or whether that's six years. But the second the man starts putting his hand on it, revival can end like that. I've had revivals uh, where revival is breaking out. Thousands of people are showing up every night, 3,000, 4,000 people. And then this goes on for about two weeks, and then I won't name the church, but whatever. And then they decide that they want to bring in a different pastor because they had a pastor visiting that was preaching. The revival breaks out. They have the pastor stay there for like three weeks to, pay, to, to pastor this thing. And then they're like, hey, we want to give you a break. You know, we're going to bring in, uh, this was a younger pastor who started this. We're going to bring in more of a doctor, theologian type person that's going to take over for a little bit. We're going to change the band up a little bit, um, to, you know, to kind of take the energy down a little. We're just going to, you know, change it up a little bit. And they were averaging 4,000 people a night. The first night they do it, it drops to like 1,200. The second night they do it, it drops to 200. And by the third night, it was done. It was dead. It was gone. And also, another thing about these people, well, if it's a real revival, it'll be this. It'll have scripture read here. It'll be blah, 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 blah. The Welsh revival is considered one of the biggest revivals in America. And it is deemed, still to this day, the revival of singing. What would that imply to you? That would imply to you that the majority of the Bible was just people worshiping God, right? So again, who are you to dictate to God anything? None of us are anything to dictate to God about nothing, right? If AOC tomorrow gave her life to Christ and had a radical transformation and got on fire for God, I would not sit here and go, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. AOC? is on fire for God and she's a Christian now and now she doesn't want to murder babies. We'll see. Shut up. You just judgmental, almost predatory Christians out there. Just stop. We have a legitimate revival going on in our country right now. It is popping up everywhere. And honestly, I think what's really happening is here's what's going on. The man-run church don't like it 
because it's the young people that are actually breaking this thing out. And young people don't operate in rules. Young people operate in, 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 they give themselves over to the emotions of what God is wanting to do in that moment. And then these old people that are probably my age and above come in there and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa we, we, we got to get some order in this thing. You know, uh, people got to go to the bathroom. We, we ain't got no food. People can't get their cars in here. We got thousands of people standing outside. What kind of logistical nightmare are we walking into right now? Here's the thing, Skippy. Revival's messy. Revival don't work around your time schedule. In fact, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine over in Texas, and she was writing me the other day. And our exchange was simply this. See if I can find it here. She was just telling me this. I think God may be lovingly challenging the churches that revival, him pouring out his spirit, cannot just stay in one town. It needs to spread everywhere. Christians have been crying about God moving, how we need him, and how we can't make room in our schedules in life to come in and meet him and carry that out. She's asking a question now. May God continue to shift our hearts to him. And I just simply responded with, now is the time to remove all schedules, just God. Now's the time to remove all schedules, just God. I truly believe that. God don't operate around our schedules. If revival breaks out, he don't care that you got to go pick your kids up. Pick your kids up. Take them to the revival. What? Just... That's, that's my thing. Like revival is messy. Revival don't work around your logistical issues and things like this. You make it logistically work for the situation in which God has broken out revival in your town, in your church, in your chapel, on your college, university, campus. You don't mess with what God is doing. And whether or not you believe in God or not, you're a Christian and you don't believe in revival, which I don't know how that's possible, but there are Christians who do, who do believe that God doesn't do that anymore. Even if you don't, for those of us who do believe in it, you have to be on the outside looking in going, well, if they really believe that this is God, why would they be doing, why would they be messing with this? So I challenge you, Everyone, Christians alike, I challenge all of you, this is your opportunity to get yourself out of what God is doing because this is not about you. I saw something in there, they're going to start live streaming it. I mean, I guess that's good, but is that is that really for the revival or is that for you to get, you know, donations to your church? I, I don't know. Uh, a good pastor friend of mine said it just like this, uh, a fire draws attention no matter where it's at, right? If something's on fire, everyone in the surrounding areas, they see that fire and they are naturally drawn to it. God's revival, fire put down on his people to, 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 to have revival for him, that is a fire that you don't need attention put to because people are naturally drawn to to fire. It's like a campfire. It's like kids that get too close to the fire. We are naturally drawn to fire. Pyromaniacs. We're all mini pyromaniacs. We're all drawn to fire. Leave it alone. Let that sucker burn, 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 and people will show up the end. You do not have to mess with it. 
You do not have to feel like you have to perfect it. There is nothing that you can do that can make revival that God has broken out in your area any better than God has already designed it to be so. So for the churches across the country that are breaking out in revival, for the universities across the country that are breaking out for revival, and Asbury University specifically, I plead with you, do not do this. Take your man-made hand off of it and simply say, God, whatever you want to do, do it. Do it. Whatever you want to do, it's yours. Because we've been praying for this for a long time. And now that we finally have it, we're going to people it up instead of letting God be God. That's all I got for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it inspired you. I hope it opened up your eyes. Those of you who are experiencing revival right now, continue to press into God. Asbury University, I really think you're making a mistake. I really think you need to keep it the way it is. Take your hand off of it and let God's hand be on it. Email me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you're thinking, etc. Make sure to share this with five of your friends. Make sure to give us a five-star review. It helps us in the ratings and it helps us in the polls. That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America Podcast. And we'll see you all again next time.